Greetings, everyone. This is the Sound Health Options Directions for Truth Show with Richard Talk to Me Guy and Sherry Edwards. Good evening, Sherry. Good evening. I just totally lost my way here. I had 40 things open. This is such an important show that we're going to do. Look at that, document 190. (laughs) That's how many documents I did in the last week. There is so much going on that I just can't get to. My whole computer, I think my whole computer just crashed. Yes, this is a Sound Health Options show, and it's going to be Direction for Truth as soon as I can get to the bottom of finding something I need here. We are going to be talking about liars today. Last week, we talked about narcissistic uh, behaviors, and we're going to continue sort of, kind of, with that vein, because we got more news, more um, feedback from that show than any show that we have done in a very long time. People, this was happening to them regularly, that people were running over them, they didn't know what to do about it. Um, I can't even get to my notes here. Okay, we are being sponsored again by the Institute of Bioacoustic Biology and Sound Health. I don't know how to make that disappear. The uh, Institute sticks a microphone in front of someone's face, and we see what's going on with their health, what's going on with their personality. And when we did narcissism last week, we talked about how people use power and control and greed, and we wanted to continue with that idea only the other side of it, and to see if we could deal with freedom and justice and equality and fairness, just to see what was um, going on with people. So if we're looking at liars, one of the things that liars do, they're narcissistic people, that we talked about, don't care at all whether or not they are lying to you. They can say, I love you, and go have sex with somebody else and tell them they love them, and they just don't care what the truth is. And we talked about two different kinds of liars, one that is born and has that MAOA biochemical missing, and then one that is social that have been created by how they are living their life and how people can be codependent and have problems with that. So as we look at um, Liar Liar and what we're doing with that show, we're hoping to break the sound barriers of disease for people so that they aren't unhappy, there isn't suppression, in their life, if we can give them the tools to look at liars, then they have a stronger foundation on how to lay down their life. With a narcissist or with somebody who is a liar, 
you don't know where you stand. Um, they may be having an affair, and it's okay for them but not for you. So how do you tell if they're lying about that? How do you tell if the government is lying? Uh, and what is a lie? Now, Richard, do you have a definition of what's a lie? I don't think I have an you actual definition. I think I think I don't think I have an. I guess the definition would not be, you know, not speaking the truth. But I would have to qualify that by saying I'm not opposed to a white lie, which I feel is a non-destructive or a non-potentially hazardous lie. You know the classic. You know, is that is this color look good on me? Or you know that kind of thing. If you want to tell somebody, no, that looks great. I don't think that is. I don't categorize that as a lie. When I listen to some of our politicians say one thing and then go right out and do another, that's a lie. That's not kind of a lie. That's not a white lie. That's just like flagrant lie. So that's, because they're that trying be to manipulate you. Do you think it's because they're trying to manipulate you? Well, I can't. I don't know that it's directly. I guess they're trying to manipulate me by. Um, I don't know. Manipulate seems slightly different to me. I'll I'll use this as an example. Uh, you know, Scott Pruitt just spent forty thousand dollars of our tax dollars to go to Morocco. To speak to a group of lobby, to speak to a group to peddle a liquid natural gas of a lobbyist that he's friends with. He happens to be staying in an apartment in New York City, and it has nothing to do with the purview of the Environmental Protection Agency office. And he's just like fine like that. So I consider that, in a way, lying. It's not. It has nothing to do with his office. It's not in his purview. It's not in anything. He's just like, I don't know. Is that beyond lying? I don't know what that's called. But I mean, it's a lie. Is he trying to manipulate me? I guess in that he's trying to make it act like he is allowed to do that. I'm, I'm not sure. So he's lying for his own advantage, for his own greed. Yes, I would say that greed. Yes, I would. I would say that. Yes. Okay, we're going to look at all of these different kinds of lies or try to um, right after we have a couple of announcements that we think are important. But think about it because we'll be asking some of you, what's a lie? What's the latest lie that you've told? So you have an announcement, another announcement, um, Richard? I do. I love this. I found this earlier today, and I sent this immediately to Sherry. Somebody has developed an app to listen to bees, and they can tune in. They can take a vocal print, a little tiny microphone. They can take a vocal print of a bee, no, a group of bees, a swarm of bees, and they take the print of the bees down. And they can run it through that software on this app on a phone. And you can find what the possible diseases they are. I don't know how deep it goes, but from what I read briefly and heard, was that it can find the ailments that the bees might possess by using this app on your phone to listen to their, to you know, basically, as they say, take their vocal. And I just think that's totally cool. Did you see... Um, 
somebody sent me an announcement that they have created all of these artificial bees so that when we get to the point where we've killed off all the bees, that they'll be able to set these little um, drone bees out and they can pollinate everything. Is that absolutely awesome? We have a You're completely speaking. different position on that. So, I I have nothing good to say about. Well, if we don't have the bees, and we're all going to die unless we use these little artificial ones. I would say, go for it. Otherwise, we're going to be in deep doggy do. I think we're creating our own reality if we'd stop allowing all these companies, you know, like. Again, Monsanto and all these others that produce everything that's killing the bees, we wouldn't have to be making artificial bees. I think that's true, too. But we, the little people, can't do much about that. And the Monsanto bear thing, there's even more problems now that they've joined forces. Oof. So I think it's horrible what they've done to the bees. But I think mankind a lot of them, are just particularly stupid. And they don't know what's going on. Here's another example of stupid. I'll put up, for those of you watching us on video, um, for those of you listening, the video of this show will be on soundhealthoptions.com probably by tomorrow morning. It takes me several hours to go ahead and edit it so you'll be able to see what we're seeing here. Uh, those of you at Blog Talk are listening to what's going on. So I'm going to read this. This is from our um, attorney, and it says, Vaccine court rules Gardasil killed Christina Tarsell. The federal vaccine court just ruled that Merck's Gardasil shot caused the death of 22-year-old Christina Tarsell, the daughter of Emily Tarsell. The proceedings took eight years. Merck claims Gardasil prevents HPV infection, human papilloma. More than 50,000 injuries caused by Gardasil have been reported to the Federal Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Japan withdrew its recommendation that all girls get the HPV shot in 2013 following reports of several hundred injuries. Now, I'll put this up on the website Uh, when we post this, but we have now um, Sound Health, well, did I just lose that again? That is just too weird. I totally did. We have Sound Health Portal that we put up, and we put up, because of this, and the dangers of Gardasil up on the portal where you can go get a a vocal print done, we have put up Gardasil so that you can go online, soundhealthportal.com, give your vocal print, and they will run you through this software about Gardasil and what the dangers are. And we have even updated this to the new Gardasil 9 so that you can see if you have been damaged. And we're looking at all of this as a bioacoustic 
damage. I just don't want to get in trouble with the law here about what's going on. Or the FDA. So soundhealthportal.com. And just go to campaigns and Gardasil. We try very hard to provide information to you that will make your life easier. And we don't stick in commercials because we feel like the information we bring to you is so important. You shouldn't have to listen um, to commercials. You know, other people need commercials because they don't have a sponsor and they want to make a lot of money doing this. Well, that's all well and good. Um, That's the way they make their living. But the Institute uh, sponsors us on this end. And Richard Talk To Me Guy donates his time to do this show. So he's the hero of this show. We're being sponsored on the other side. The other thing that Richard does for us is he carries on this idea about the keynote, and he tells a lot of people about it. I write it. He carries it on. Richard, how many people have complained about low energy to you this week? I almost said a bad word. A A bunch. A bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. And four people here, four people in this office today said, I can't hardly put one foot in front of the other. I am so tired. So we looked at the keynote, Muscle Energy Stabilization. Now, this keynote comes out every week, uh, hopefully on Monday. Sometimes I don't get it out when I should. But it's like an an updated astrology chart. It tells you what frequencies are coming to the earth that might affect you. Beginning Sunday, dystonia 3, a neurological movement disorder associated with Parkinson's comes into power. And the artificial sweetener aspartame is a major contributor right now. And look on your bottle of pop. Pepsi just put out Pepsi with a sucralose, Splenda, and made a big deal about it. And then sneakily brought aspartame back, hoping you wouldn't look at the bottle. They are doing a national um, survey about will people pay attention. And the other thing that they're doing that I think is despicable is a six-pack of Diet Pepsi around here is $3.70. A six-pack of Pepsi with Splenda is double that price and more. Uh, I just paid $12, because I drink Pepsi. I just paid $12 for a six-pack of Pepsi with Splenda in it. Um, Wow. They're just hoping nobody notices. Or they're trying to manipulate, here we go again, with lies. If Pepsi is putting out, oh, we have Splenda now, and they leave that out for a few months, and they bring aspartame back, and they say, we want people to make a choice. And so are you going to choose the $3.70 or the $15 one? They're trying to manipulate you through your pocketbook to say, well, aspartame isn't so bad after all. So as we look down through here, zinc is in stress right now. That can give you energy or not. Hydroxyproline can help with connective tissue, leucine, isoleucine. So 
every week we put this out so that if you have something that's unusual, like you're so tired you can't wake up, you can look at the keynote and see if that's something um, that is affecting you. And those of you who are practitioners, a lot of the time it is. Boy, we have a lot of people with us um, this evening. I am certainly happy to see all of you here. Uh, Rita, you have your hand up. Did you want to ask a question or comment? Rita, do you need me to open your mic? Rita, you're unmuted if you want to say something. Okay, I must have been an accident. She put her hand up. Uh, Splenda sucralose is made from sugar. It's a multi-step chemical process where three hydrogen oxygen groups are replaced with chlorine atoms. Richard, are you saying sucralose is bad? Once again, I almost said a bad word. Well, I'm never looking to ingest chlorine. So I wouldn't go out of my way to, you know, the theory is that it makes it kind of a plastic, you know, when they, well, they would never say plastic, but in the sense that it's not supposed to be, it's okay because you're not really assimilating it, it doesn't do anything, but really, you're ingesting more chlorine, an oxidized product by chlorine? I don't know. Not my thing. Look. I'm seeing people are judging me here on the chat. Why are you buying Pepsi? Um, I like it. I like the taste. Um, uh, when I eat meat especially, I want Pepsi uh, to wash my tongue off more than anything else. But you're right. If I can look up Splenda and Sucralose and it's bad, um, I may go off of that altogether. I knew aspartame was bad, and I went off of it when it was aspartame full, so I could probably... Bad for your pH level. I watch my pH level pretty close, and I regulate it with baking soda, so... I try to take really good care of myself, um, just because I like feeling healthy. Okay, we're over here back talking about lies. And one of the things that I have noticed, and somebody said to me, you need to tell people this. People who are fakes and tell lies and are out to take advantage of you, steer clear of me. There are some people out there that are givers and takers, and you can put them in both categories. But people who are out there bad-mouthing me, you can use information I'm giving you this evening because it's likely if they're bad-mouthing me or if they're bad-mouthing anybody, they really need um, to clean up their own act. If you have to bad-mouth somebody to make yourself look good, then that's just not a good situation. So let's talk about lies just a little bit. Richard, do you remember the last lie you told? It was along the lines, the lines of, of 
you know, is that, you know, is that <laughs> I hate to say this one, but it's the classic, you know, like, do these pants make my butt look fat? You know, it's that kind of, it's that kind of question. I had one of those just recently where I was just like, no, no. And it was, you know, moving along because I just, I don't feel the need to hurt someone's feelings because it leads to a whole, you know, like, no, and let's just move along. So, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. So you did it? Did you tell him the truth? No, no. Well, I had an incident no. like that. I had a, a total incident like that. I went to a interview with uh, a friend of mine, and she got up to go in to see this this guy about this job, and she kind of twirled around, and and it was a long time ago. She had a run in her stocking. And she said, how do I look? And I thought, oh, God, I can't tell her that. So I said, just right, because that's what God had arranged. (laughs) It was just right. She got the job. But at the same time, I I, should I have said, um, oh, my God, you'll have a run in your stocking. And it would probably have ruined the entire thing. You think? So why did I lie? Well, did I lie? I said just right. So it wasn't a lie, but it wasn't the whole truth either. So it was to protect somebody. So you think that kind of lie is okay? I think so. I think so. Okay, here's another one. My mother's furnace blew up, and she was very, very upset. And she didn't have the money to replace it, and... It was going to be a problem, and I said, that's okay. I have some money in savings. I'll just get it for you, and that was such a relief to her. Now, I did have money in savings, but not nearly that much, so I I borrowed the money, but I didn't tell her that I borrowed the money. Was that a lie? Yes. Yes. But it's a I I think it's again I it's a lie that in my languaging it's not destructive. You're helping somebody you care about and you're not increasing their stress load or their hazard or their anything. You're actually being kind and generous. So are some lies okay? Based on everything I'm thinking, yes. Okay, if it's to protect somebody, if it's to decrease somebody's stress. Okay, here's a situation. Uh, A husband comes home and the the wife suspects something, um, and she asks, is he having an affair? And he says, absolutely not. That's to reduce his stress and her stress. Is that okay? No. No. Why not? Because it's foundational to their relationship. And so it is, in in my view, a destructive thing to the, to the other person. So kind of what's good for the goose is good for the gander? Mm, I get lost in that metaphor. Well, if, she's having a, if he's having an affair, why can't she? That's why he's lying because he doesn't want her to have the opportunity 
to have an affair. He just wants his affair. So that's a manipulative thing, yes? Yes. Yes. I still think it's a lie. I still think it's a lie. <laughs> I agree it's a lie. What about the lies you see from the government where they don't tell you the truth about radiation and um, pollution? I would consider that a manipulative lie, and I think that's an incredibly bad lie. Do you have uh, a sense of what is a bad lie? I think, well, I, if we could stick with the government thing, the idea of... Well, let's talk about tobacco for a moment. The the decades that the powers that be, the lobbyists who funded everybody to continue the lie that tobacco did not cause cancer and was fine, that was a lie. That was a destructive lie to tens of thousands of people. And I think that's, an, that's you know, I'll now put this into the category of like evil lie. That's really bad. I agree, um, but they now have turned that lie into their advantage because now that they are warning people, they are no longer liable. That's pretty yes. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What about uh, at work, and your boss asks you if you've done something, and you said, "Well, I've left them a message. They didn't get back," and you really didn't. So you're protecting your job. You're covering your, yeah. covering your mm, bacon. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that yeah. an okay lie? I think it's a tricky lie because, a tricky because if the boss walks back into that office and calls that person and they talk and, they talk and find out that you never left a message, left a message you better be ready to dance. So I think it's a ha- I think that would be in the hazardous category. Well, I believe if you tell a lie, it poisons you. So you can say to the boss, oops, I didn't do it. I'll put it on my list. I'll do it right now. And then that sort of frees up your energy. But the more you spoil your energy with lies, I think the more ill you become. And I think I can prove it to you. But here's another one. The Mm. Nazis come to the door and say, is your grandma here? And you've got her hidden in the closet, and you say, well, why would she be here? No, I don't have her. Is that a protection lie? Is that yeah, okay? Again, that's, a, that's again, the, you know, that, I think that's okay because you're doing it to help protect and save someone's life. I think, you know, lying in that case is okay. Okay. Uh, so protection, reputation, for manipulation, for greed. And we'll go back to those six things, power, greed, control. Those are bad lies kind of thing. So ecology, equality, freedom, and truth, those are good lies. Say them again. Say them again. Bad lies, yeah. greed, right. greed, power. Boy, I forgot them. Greed, power, and control. You talked about the government 
greed for right. Um, right. the lying from big pharma and all of that. Um, and right. then right. freedom, truth, and equality are traits that we want to think we possess, but we also want to think we're truthful, but people tell lies every day. Well, I think the, well, I, I think I think the I, I freedom, think the truth, and equality, equality are, good lies, are good lies or can be good lies. That's a little bit tricky. But the idea of, back to your example of the Nazis coming to the door, if you're saving someone's life and you're lying to do that, I think that's okay. If a criminal is in your closet, if you have a criminal in the closet who you know just, you know, knocked over a liquor store and hurt somebody in the process and is hiding in your closet and you don't find a way to get that person busted, that's bad. So if we look in the dictionary and it says liars are people who tell lies, and then you have to look up a lie, I think liars are people who don't tell the truth in whole or in part for an ulterior motive. So look at your own lies and how you could say that a little bit different. If it's not, if it's a lie for control, greed, or power, then you sort of need to take a step back and revamp. So how can we tell what's a lie or what's not a lie? Okay, this one I've got up on the screen here, this is proven to be a lie. This is Brian Deere, who wrote an an article about Andrew Wakefield saying that he fudged data and Andrew Wakefield lost his license in England about it. Brian Deere has now been proven to be a liar. So let's look at his vocal print. We're looking at a vocal print, a nano voice, which you guys can download, nano, N-A-N-O, voice.com. And you can see that there is yellow, which is intellectual, and there's a booklet there. When you download it, you get all this information. Red for spontaneousness, not a lot of emotions here, a lot of intellect. And green, very little. And that's for a purpose. And one of the things Richard likes is the numbers. And now we're looking at 12 notes and 6 octaves and bunches of numbers. And you can see there's almost a break at um, minus 1 octave, which is uh, the caring octave, the female caring, take care of other people octave. And when you see something scattered this much, these people are not telling all of the truth. They are telling some of the truth. I'm going to look up um, Sandusky, S-A-N-D-U-S-K-Y. Okay. Sandusky, after being caught. Um, Jerry Sandusky, we were brought in on this case. He's the Penn State coach that was molesting um, little boys, and he said he was just horsing around. Thank you, George. 
um, when we look at his vocal print, now he was proven guilty. So can you see the entire separation? I should move, move this red up. No, I can't. There's a separation with the numbers. He has a bottom foundation that's very strong. These are some notes you might want to take. A strong foundation means they believe in what they're doing. His belief in what he is doing is in A and A sharp and G. It is not in ego or justice. He is a zero in justice. So he feels two ways about this whole situation. On one level, he feels absolutely justified, and on another level, he knows that this is spiritually not okay. G and G sharp means it's physically not okay. Well, it's physically okay because he has a 60-something. And then A and A sharp is spiritually. So somewhere spiritually, he has convinced himself that this is okay physically and spiritually okay to do. But you go over here to C and C sharp, which is the narcissistic frequencies, the major narcissistic frequencies, and they're removed and they're up here in plus one or fantasy. And then you look at the note of D and it's 252. 42 is normal. He knows it's fantasy for him. The note of D is helping others. He justifies doing this, but he knows it's wrong. He is split, just like this vocal print is split, and this is a liar. Not telling all the truth, justifying themselves, the fact that there is a big gap this is a dissociative personality, a liar. Now, he has a lot of red, so he answered some of these things spontaneously. He answered in the interview, well, what is intercourse and what is sex? He was telling the truth when he talked about sex with a woman was for procreation and all that, and so he's okay with that. And then he tried to talk about um, anal sex with nine-year-old boys, and he justified it. And he split his personality into, yes, in one way it was okay, and in another way it wasn't. Well, multiple personalities is a total separation. Dissociative is... Um, not totally separated. There'll be a little bit of connection here. Uh, when looking at Sandusky's, you see two entire octaves missing. Now go back to Brian Deere. He has four colors, although a little of green, some yellow, mostly yellow, some red, some blue. That's dissociative. That's serious lead dissociative with Sandusky when there's a total split. 
And I've done people who have split personality. I think I have one here I can show you. But one of the things you want to look at is if you can reach every number on this screen without skipping an empty spot. And in Brian Deers that we're looking at, the D-sharp, the information broker number uh, box place is empty. And you look at D-sharp, and this is a chart that you can get from our site, soundhealthoptions.com, under Downloads Nano Voice. And there's D-sharp that he has totally missing. Information brokers, not apt to share real self easily, uses narratives to teach. That's his weak spot. Information brokering is separated from the rest of this file. This is not as bad as what um, Jerry Sandusky showed up because Jerry Sandusky had two whole octaves missing. But to be a reporter, as Brian Deere was reporting, and to have information brokering empty, and it segregates your ego, your justice, and your need to help others, tells you that Brian Deere is lying. Now, I did put that out before it ever came out for real that he was lying. Because there is other things in his chart. Here's the note of F. The balance between perception and action is at 62. 42 is normal, remember. And it's in this minus 2 octave of control. It moves up to 2. You can go categories to 1, and that's all his naive stuff. 43 is in naive. That's G sharp. That means it's okay to carry this out physically. He's naive about that. Then we can move up to total fantasy, which is plus one, and he has 97 in the note of E. E, words of fantasy. Can you see how you can diagram this? These things are very literal. Any comments about that, Richard, because you love that part of the chart? It's always great to watch you go through the chart and see, you know, especially, well, the first one or this one, well, they have such a foundation. I mean, they have a fairly solid foundation, but then they fall apart in the middle, and then the top, they're tripping. Uh, the technical word would be in fantasy. But, I mean, it's, it's really amazing to see the pattern come out. And once you know the pieces, you can do it for everybody. You just don't have to depend on me. And I've even put together an issue that I think, who are they that cause us, well, it's not coming up, who are they that cause us to want to lie? Edit, who are they? Let's restore this one. There it is. These are the people that I think, for the most part, cause us to lie. To the world. Now, it's a little bit different to your husband or kids or whatever. You can still use it here. But government entities such as Homeland Security, IRS, they cause us to lie. Big Pharma, they cause us to lie. 
because they benefit. Um, EpiPens or what's wrong with you or some people go get pills for other people because people can't afford it. They're in a position, Big Pharma is in a position to control your health care. And they are lying to us about um, research. And if you look it up, uh, lies, fraud, research, you'll see something over 50% of things that are put out are lies about what happened. Fake research. Scott Rubin, MD, confessed that he faked 21 studies for Pfizer. In one study of Celebrex in 2005, Rubin was able to publish his faked study in science peer-reviewed journals. Rubin has reportedly agreed to return the 420000 he was paid by Big Pharma for these bogus studies. Big Pharma, F-A-R-M-A, and we've had lots of people on about GMOs. Somebody just sent me a letter today that said put um, GMOs directly on your food, and I can't re- it was so stupid I can't even remember um, what it was. If somebody else got that today again, because we get a lot of this email. But there's a big thing about labeling and GMOs lying to you about what you're eating. They are trying to pass laws that they don't have to label something if it has GMOs. Uneducated, contaminated legal systems. In Maryland in November 2007, parents and children were herded into court under watch of the military with guns and dogs to receive vaccinations. That's crazy. We have pictures of it. Um, National Vaccine Information has pictures of it, of these kids being herded into the courthouse. And in a lot of the cases, the school had lost the shot records. These people were giving this shots again. Barbara Lowe Fisher is one of the people that I've looked at. She is one of the most... Um, truthful people I have ever seen. Barbara Lowe Fisher. I don't know if I can find something for her. She and Rand Paul and Gwen Olson are the um, people who are truth tellers. Oh, this is a guy who uh, helped create vaccine, has money involved and he's one of the greatest liars I've ever seen. He and Obama. This is what a truth teller looks like. See how full their vocal print is? It has every color. I don't know if I have a picture of her numbers. That doesn't look very truthful, but it's all connected. So whatever she's talking about, she's upset about. You can tell upset from total truthfulness by looking at both things. Now, in all of these, everything sticks together in one way or the other. And note of E, which is words, 
they're in a an octave of truth. But she's very concerned about what she is saying because she lacks foundation. I don't know if she's into something um, that's legally a problem, but we might look at it that way. But they'll have every note, and I will show you in a minute what a truthful person looks like. Who are they? Big Pharma, uh, faked research, uneducated, um, looking down through here, faked research from scientists and ex-vice presidents, bankers, investors, money lenders. We have investigated several of the commercials of these people who are selling you gold, and they're not telling the truth. Oil companies, the media, wouldn't you like to know if they're telling you the truth? And it's gotten to the point where I can't even watch them anymore. It's just too chaotic and too confusing. One of the things that I was asked to do very, very recently, and I'll ask you first, Richard, are you interested in all, at all, whether Stormy, what is she called, Stormy Daniels, had sex with Trump? Not really. Not really. <laughs> but I was asked to do this for a national publication. Did she have sex with Trump? Let's go look at her vocal print. There it is. Was she telling the truth about it just from looking at that? One great big post of blue, a second great big post of blue at A sharp and B. Remember, blue's emotional if you've downloaded the textbook and all that. But the rest of it is pretty much fabricated. And so this is what I wrote about this particular event. And this was about the question, did you have sex with Trump? She said yes. Actually, she answered the questions before they were answered. That shows a lot of practice for people. Very little intellect, meaning no yellow. Into martyr mode, meaning a lot in the note of B. Management mode from a naive perspective, meaning that if we look at her numbers, Wow. Oh, this is what a truth no, this is what a truth this is what a truthful vocal print looks like. Oh, okay. I guess I don't have her numbers. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Shocked, Shocked you there. Her. I thought that was Stormy's. Oh my God. What? Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Yeah, here's Ron Paul, a truthful one. These these are mixed up because this is Ron Paul, the numbers yeah. I should have done it on something that wouldn't run around like a PDF file. But this is Ron Paul. See how it's all full? This is a truthful one. So I don't know if I can move that up and make it right or not. I'll see. Ego in fantasy layer. That means her C is in a fantasy layer. Mostly management martyrdom. So a lot of A. Some foundation, but mostly scattered and stringy compared to the truth example at the end of the profile. Trying to control in control mode. She wants to control emotionally. This is, to me, it's just another Russian dossier scenario. Let me see if her numbers are here. Might just be under something. 
Okay, this is Gwen Olson. See how all the numbers stick together? All but one over here. Strong foundation, control, feminine, naive, fantasy, God level. She was talking about one subject, how you're being uh, controlled. Let me open the other stormy one and uh, cancel. I don't want to change that around. This is Stormy Mm. Daniels about she's saying Trump, somebody from Trump, or claiming to be an attorney or something from Trump, threatened her by coming up to her car in a store parking lot and looking at her baby in the back in some kind of car seat and saying um, the threat from Trump didn't happen and if it continues to be talked about, it would be too bad if your baby's mother uh, didn't continue to stay in good health. That's a biggie. Did this happen? I don't think so. I think he may have come up to her and said, I noticed you from your movies or something. But again, a lot of intellect on information brokering also, very little in F and F sharp. I don't think this was even her idea. I think somebody came to her and said, we'll pay you $2 million or something, and uh, you can give back the 130 because we'll give you the, the millions. If this is made up. Some foundation, just like Jerry Sandusky, but not a lot. Ego Foundation missing Justice Foundation at a 3 and it should be at least 42. Helping other people doing this as a foundation is a nine. Now, under control, 75 under helping other people. That distance right there, 75 to nine, tells you it's not her foundation. This is somebody else attempting to control. Now, look at all of the empty spots in here. One whole octave minus one, which is about empathy and caring, totally, totally missing. It's sparse. It's stringy. It's not her idea. Just that note of D, 75 to 9, that's not her idea. When you see something and there's such a big jump, like 33 naive in words to one in fantasy, There's trouble there. That's where they're not being truthful. 75 to 159, that's about double. That's information brokering. 69 to no foundation, that's a note of E, words. These are not her words. Somebody else put her up to this, at least bioacoustically speaking. When we look at her print, D is self-approval, and remember, you can go download that whole chart. E is words, yellow is intellect. So when she moves from the threat, from having sex to the threat, she moves from blue, having sex, to intellect, a threat. Now, would you think that a threat would be intellectual? That's enough to tell you that's not true. Information is scattered, not telling the truth. She will go with the highest bidder. 
Part of the narrative is true, but not much as she reports it. Somebody may have approached her in the car. Uh, Kiefer, not in your life, but thank you for the chat. Once control of the information, that information broker, naive perspective of the note of E representing words. Let's go look at naive. Naive perspective, 33. 42 is normal. These charts need to look balanced before you're able to say what they are talking about is balanced. She's a script writer. It's a very thorough story. So she's thought about this a lot. But go back to Anderson Cooper and see why and how this interview took place. And you'll you can just tell by the words. It's scripted. How can she be answering the question before he gets it out of his mouth? A sharp and E do not match. A sharp and E. Well, 33 and 27, that pretty much matches. So on a naive level, that matches. But you look at uh, 2 and nothing, or 69 in the next one up, it just doesn't hold water. Large gap in octave one. Ego issues are in fantasy. I didn't feel anything important in this interview, nothing I knew before, except she's not telling all the truth, and that shows by scattering. But what interested me more was why Anderson Cooper would do this interview. Now, Anderson Cooper, this is his byline here. Anchor and CNN, Anderson Cooper 360 has contributed to 60 Minutes since 2006. And we look at his vocal print, and is it intellectual as a reporter should be? What is that, Richard? Blue, emotional. G, physical control. F-sharp, the balance between perception and action and carrying through the action. His whole thing is emotional. He's doing this interview emotionally. Look at this. The note of G, Mm. 171, in naive. He really thinks this interview is going to make a difference. You know, People and it was, and it was a terrible interview. It was. It just, um, I don't know when 60 Minutes is on. I don't watch it. Um, but it was not fit for children. No, I don't mean that no, part of terrible. I mean, I watched the interview, and he didn't follow up. He didn't really query her as a reporter, as a theoretical reporter would do in a standard way where they'd stop somebody and say, well, what about that? What about this? And this doesn't match up. He was not, he was an odd thing all around. It was more for a purpose of demeaning somebody else. So he's got two octaves missing. He's got some stuff a little bit up here in ego in... Um, fantasy but he has no ego 
in foundation. He has no ego in the control male issue, no ego in empathy, no ego in naive, almost, well, it's got a one. So do you think that this has anything to do with him personally? I can't imagine how, other than business, other than they probably made, it had a huge, uh, think of what that's called, huge stat in terms of the amount of viewers of the show was monstrous. So it was probably very good PR for 60 Minutes. Well, we probably should publish these someplace. Um, George is saying he thinks with his emotions instead of his brain. That's what this says because there's no yellow. There's no brain here. So thinks it is his duty not intellectually but emotionally to set the record straight. Jill, you're all right, George. Has a weak foundation. Perspective is I need to satisfy my personal need to bring out the facts in a spontaneous way. Wants to make a physical impact that will support his own perceptions and a need for managing a situation. Very little ego. And need for justice is from his own foundation. I've got the hiccup. His own foundational views of what's right. Was this a setup? Yes. Was it meant to be a setup? <laughs> yes. Sorry, I've got the hiccups. Uh, lacks martyrdom, but shows a need for physical control. i got to get a drink. Richard, and just looking at his numbers, could you have told that this was not truthful? Well, there's a giant, I mean, there's the two blocks, I figure what the one below the feminine aspect is, but even there are two giant holes, just rows of nothing there, and then there's really nothing above. I mean, he sort of kind of has a foundation that's sort of like jumping a checkerboard, but there's nothing in the middle, and he doesn't, it's funny, there's not even ego in here. Well, there's foundation at justice, so he feels he's just in doing this. He thinks it's helping other people. There's a 35 in the note of D. Information brokering is absolutely empty, so it's not likely um, that he asked for a lot of money to do this. He wanted to do this. 35F, a balance between perception and action, set the record straight. A two on words and then nothing, that means these are not his words. Now think about that Russian dossier, how many people were paid off. This is the same scenario. I will post these, and if you guys think of a place to um, save, of a place to put them, uh, we will certainly give them out. Somebody sent me a list to send it to Drudge. I don't know how to get in touch with them, so if anybody has that information. There are others here that I also put up. Janet Napolitano, she's trying to tell you how good um, vaccines are for you. Uh, how about um, exempting Muslims from the scanners? If you like your plan, you can keep it. Oh, that's an interesting K 
cannot do this because a dialogue. Okay, cancel. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. This is another kind of void. See how it's all voided diagonally? A little bit of corner here, a little bit of corner there. I'll post this one too because we are out of time, but I think it's really important. All of this scattering. It's important that we trust our leaders. It's important that we be able to make decisions based on what is the truth, whether it's our husband, our family, our boss, um, whoever is next to us. Even on your own, if you're telling a story, you can go to the nano voice and see what you're leaving out or how you're um, not being truthful. Here is the link to go catch this um this chart of C and C sharp and D and what all of it means. We have over 600 videos that you can learn from and learn some of these techniques. And we're hoping that with last week's show, that if you have a complaint, rise above it and say, what are my options? Don't just deal with it. Look for your options. And in this case, question the people that are causing the complaints or doing things that you don't like. And we will be back on Sunday. We're going to be talking to an expert in autism. And for those of you who are taking our two-day free class, it's going to be on autism and allergies for the month of April. We hope you join us. We're trying to get enough people uh, in those classes and educated. We need trainers so that we can help break the sound barriers of disease by placing a bioacoustic center in every community. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Richard. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of the week. The audio, if you want to hear this right away, you'll be able to hear the show. You won't be able to see it until probably tomorrow morning when Sherry gets up the video. But if you want to re-listen to this, in about 10 minutes after I click in, which is going to be shortly, you can go to soundhealthoptions.com, click on the radio tab, and then for today, oh no, uh, click on the radio tab, and then click on the Blog Talk Radio Archive player, and the last five shows will be there. And with that, everybody have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye-bye. We have a lot of, we have a lot of new people. Thanks for sharing. <laughs>